0: Welcome to Shrek Attack. I'm Brandon Shrekengost, your host, and the social medias will be in the description and at the end of the episode. First and foremost, let's get into it. We're going to be talking top fives today. I have a bunch of top fives to go through, but I want to thank people for the great responses last week. Some of them I teared up a little. You know, we talked about my uh, self-reflection, a little bit about dating, and immense mental health Kind of, I guess, because I'm a man and I talk about my mental being. And yeah, a lot of good feedback on that. I was really nervous to release it. I was very uncomfortable the whole time recording it. And it felt real bad. And then I got really good feedback and just a lot of positivity set my way for it. So thank you for that. And it might be something that we look forward to in the future. Some more serious topics because people seem kind of into it. I had people telling me that they thought I could they could listen to me for another hour go on about it but I feel like after a half hour I believe is how long it was like I just was babbling in a circle like I had no clue what was going on I was so like uncomfortable and just thinking like I just wanted to end and we got there we put it out and I think it was an episode where even though it was very uncomfortable for me it was good for me to get out so you know I'm a advocate of ending the stigma on mental health depression being bad it's it's okay to be sad it just kind of it's one of those things I'm I, I'm not gonna say it's cool to be sad because it, it really sucks but going to therapy is pretty cool getting yourself taken care of is pretty cool so let's continue taking care of ourselves taking care of one another and let's get into the top fives for a day. let's start having some fun this episode will be a lot less serious so we're gonna start off with the top five numbers my top five personal numbers i figured i'd start off with something boring because i joked about this <laughs> saying it could be interesting i don't think it's going to be interesting at all but my top five numbers number five is seven number four is 69 because nice uh number three is 13 it's not because of taylor swift i just thought it was an interesting number <laughs> like growing up and i thought The unlucky aspect was more interesting than the lucky aspect of seven. My number two favorite number is ironically number one because that's first place. That's first place. Like what number is better than number one except for my number one number, which is 25. And the reason it's my number one number is because multiple years in a row, I used to go to the soccer camp and they would do a roll call. And your roll call would be one through however many number of campers were there. And I was 25 for four years in a row. So that number just kind of stuck with me. It ended up my soccer number in high school. And it was just, it's the number that means the most to me. Uh, Now a lot of people are gonna be like, dude, your birthday is October 2nd. Like how is 10 or two not on there? Or like 91, your year. Now if people wanna hack me, they know my birthday. My birthday is not a hint for anything. Spoilers. So uh, I just don't care. Those numbers don't interest me. Two is not a winner. Three nobody remembers. 10, definitely not remembered. 25 was actually a number on my jersey, that's why it's there. The other numbers are just memes, let's be real. This is my most organized show that I've done in a while. I actually have a pen, I, I have paper with my rankings wrote down, so I'm actually somewhat prepared. And I'm gonna continue going from what I think is least interesting to most interesting. We're gonna go foods next my number five food is pizza as long as it doesn't have pineapple on it or veggies I think pizza should be a meat pie so pizza is my number five all types of pizza as long as it is a meat pie Uh, my number four is buffalo chicken dip buffalo chicken dip the buff chick dip really enjoy that stuff number three we have crab slash shrimp I didn't feel right putting them in different categories because they're kind of the same thing just a little different. Number two, I have salmon. <laughs> I'm a seafood guy, I guess. And number one, straying away from the seafood, we have General so's preferably chicken. I mean Chinese in general, I really like but General Tso's is my favorite for sure. Uh, and That's the food that if it, somebody asks me what I want for the day, I'm going to default to probably. Uh, honorable mention, which I think I'm gonna start doing right before number one just to like eliminate it is mac and cheese not every category has an honorable mention it's just like food mac and cheese I really like and I felt like I should give it a little shout out moving on from food we're gonna go straight to the beverages my number five this one does not have an honorable mention spoilers my number five is a whiskey sour and you better not forget my cherry I want a cherry with every whiskey sour that I drink (laughs) any ask any bartender around here like I want that cherry. Now, number four is going to be passion fruit juice or wine. Big fan of passion fruit. My number three is coffee. Now I do put creamer in my coffee, but I don't put enough creamer to dial down the taste of the coffee. I put enough creamer to... How how do I say this? How do I escalate to... uh, I don't know. It's it's an experience enhancer. I, I enhance... Oh Man, you just heard my brain process the entire way through words My creamer is a flavor enhancer to my coffee And I'm gonna I'm going to leave that brain process in there because that is how my brain works very often throughout the day I will literally go through different words until I get to the right one because I'm just eternally tired my number two is gonna be a white Russian a white Russian my favorite alcoholic beverage And my number one is chalky milk. That's right, chocolate milk will never be topped, no matter how lactose intolerant my body wants to be. Chocolate milk is just superior to everything. From here on out, I have no real rhyme or reason. I'm just going to kind of go in what fits in every category together, I guess. Because I honestly just feel like numbers, food, and beverages were the most boring. And after that, everything's not really too boring. This episode's also probably going to be a lot shorter than I expect it to be, just because like I'm fucking rolling these out with less explanation than I thought. Maybe once I get into the more interesting stuff, we'll expand a little bit more. But next, we're going to go with movies. And once again, no honorable mention for the movies. There are so many movies. If I put honorable mentions, I would be here longer than a full overrated podcast. And I just, I don't have that kind of time. My number five is Homeward Bound. I cried you cried we all cried fantastic movie part of my childhood for sure number four Napoleon Dynamite hilarious love it nine number three is spider-man spider-verse and the, here's one of the things is I did not want to put more than one movie in here because spider-man would probably take up two spots then into the spider-verse and across the spider-verse were both very good movies and if I wanted to put multiple movies from the same franchise in it would defeat the purpose so i'm saying spider-man spider-first if i had to choose a favorite of those two movies across is slightly better than into i believe even though into made me cry more i think it doesn't matter dodgeball is my number two and let me just go back my, my reason for Into the Spider-First Make Me Cry More is because I watched it alone. I, I Whenever I watch stuff alone, I'm a lot more emotional than I watch with people. Across the Spider-First, I watch with somebody for the first time. So, more on that on overrated, the Christmas uh, episode, where we discussed our future... It, it's not his Christmas episode. He has a different Christmas episode, actually. But it's the episode where we... It's the New Year's episode where we discussed our five most anticipated movies... For this year. I'm getting way too off topic. Anyway, Dodgeball is my number two. I already said that. Dodgeball is my absolute favorite comedy. I go back to it. It has every aspect. The underdog chase, the comedy aspect, the overcoming adversity. It's just a fantastic movie. It has romance, has a pirate. What more could you want? My number one movie, of course, is going to be Harry Potter. Anybody that knows me knows that the Harry Potter series was going to come up. If I had to pick a favorite. Harry Potter movie, it's probably Prisoner of Azkaban, which might just be the book being my favorite, showing favoritism through. I did not do top five books. I don't read enough to do top five books. I'd have to just rank all Harry Potter books. So spoilers on the top five. It's all Harry Potter. It's all Harry Potter because other night I read like self-help books. Actually, while we're talking about books, let's take a small break from the top fives. Last week I mentioned I have new habits where I am riding a bike, taking a walk, whatever, listening, reading a book. I want to give you the three books I'm listening to slash reading right now. The first book is for whenever I am lounging or riding my stationary bike and it's called ego is the enemy by ryan Holiday. the second book is for whenever i'm at work or somewhere away from home because it's on my phone it's called get your shit together by sarah knight and then the third book that i am listening to this is for whenever i'm on a walk a run a bike ride if i want to listen to something in the car it is called the subtle art of not giving a fuck by mark manson So those are the three books I'm currently into. As I move through different books, I will keep you updated on what I'm listening to in case you're interested in trying to get your life together as well. As I keep telling people I'm going through this weird self-discovery phase, I have overcome a big obstacle yesterday that was kind of holding me back. I know I'm coming along in my self-confidence because this is something I would have never done in the past, so we're just gonna leave it at that. We're gonna do uh, favorite TV shows next. My number five, there's no honorable mention here. My number five is Parks and Rec. My number four might shock some people. Blue Mountain State's making an appearance. Blue Mountain State is just like the perfect sports comedy. And I wish, I wish it was somewhere available to stream other than Amazon Prime where I have to watch fucking ads. It's 2024. I should never have to fucking watch ads if I don't want to. Number three is The Office. I don't think I need to explain that at all. Number two is Letterkenny. That's right, number two is Letterkenny. A lot of people might have thought that would be number one, but my number one is Schwersey. And I know in the previous ones I said I don't want to take multiple shows from the same universe, but yeah, I made an exception for this one. is a fantastic show, Letterkenny's a fantastic show, and they both deserve to get their own shout-outs. They are both shows I will watch on repeat, along with The Office. These are all shows I'll watch on repeat, and that's what I determined to be a good show. Now, I did just finish Schitt's Creek and I thought it was hilarious, a very good show. Would recommend it, but I don't foresee myself watching it more than once. I think it is a one and done for me. Now, if it's on, I won't turn it off, but it's not a show I'm going to actively go out of my way and put on as background noise. So now that the TV shows are covered, let's go into the animes. The animes only have five and a lot of them are recent actually only one of them is uh older a lot of them are recent and that's because of recency bias it's what i've been watching and they're the ones that came to mind and i figure if they're the ones coming to mind they're the ones that i should probably throw out there for people who might want to get into anime now if you don't watch anime and you want to give it a shot but you look at these because these are very much laid out towards me but if you want to you can reach out to me tell me what kind of tv shows and movies you enjoy and i can probably find you an anime for that there's an anime for fucking everything now let's start with my number 5 now don't let the title of my number 5 fool you this is about a ga- this is like a real life video game where you do a dungeon it's a dungeon crawler and as you kill enemies you level up and get stronger and it has like this guy has a special trait and then he I don't understand the title. I mean, I do understand the title of it. It's to get fucking nerds like me to click on it out of curiosity. But the title is, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Now, there are a lot of females. And our protagonist is a little overpowered guy who never gets the girl. And he wants to, but he attracts a lot of girls. But it's mostly about becoming stronger by defeating dungeon monsters and there are bad dungeon monsters and there are good dungeon monsters and the uh we'll we'll call it the government of the area is trying to take out all monsters and then the good monsters are in the crosshairs because they're still monsters it's a fantastic fucking show and you should watch it if you're into video game dungeon crawler kind of things and like protagonists overcoming stuff that are, Like, the protagonist is originally very weak, but he has a trait that helps him level up as he wants to protect people. Very good anime. My number four anime made me fucking weep so hard. And I only watched it recently. It's been out for probably ten years now, actually. And I would have never heard of it if it wasn't for Anime Night. And they played the song of it there. And I was like, I have no clue what it is, but the song's kind of a banger. Chris, Overrated. Told me what it was. Told me to be prepared to cry. Now, I love shows that make me cry. Something about feeling emotions just goes a long way with me. This will make you feel emotions. You're lie in April. Such a good fucking anime. It's my number four. Highly recommend. If you need something to just feel. If you're very into music, this one is the one for you. My god. It's so fucking beautiful. It's such a fucking beautiful anime. I can't recommend it enough. And that's my number four. My number three is Summertime Rendering, and this one's more for the mystery lovers. It's a great anime, short anime, and you will get through it fairly quick, especially if it hooks you the way it hooked me, because it's just such a mystery. It's one of those ones where actually the less you know going into it, the better, because that's how it—that's how I got hooked. The guy on YouTube that recommended it said, if you want anime where the less you know going into it, the better, This is the one for you. It's called Summertime Rendering. And I was hooked. I was like, yeah, alright, well, that sounds interesting for some fucking reason. I went in. Such a good fucking anime. I watched it in like two days. (laughs) You can watch it that quickly. Like, you should watch it that quickly. Such a good fucking anime. Did not get a lot of hype because it's one of the It's it's a Disney anime. Technically. Disney owns it. And Disney has another anime. uh, Heavenly something that i need to watch because disney animates are kind of fired they just don't get any fucking traction because disney doesn't promote it because it's not a remake of a movie they've done 768 times fucking disney all right end rant number two this one is goofy as fuck but it's also so intense because have you ever seen somebody go super saiyan from cooking Yeah, that's right. All right, so we're going to Food Wars. Food Wars is my current number two. Whenever I was going through animes, I had so many serious options I could put. Like, I could put Cowboy Bebop, Yu Yu Hakusho. Hell, I could put, like, One Piece and Naruto. I don't even know how to say his name. I never watched those ones. I could put Yu Yu Hakusho or something like Serious Berserker. I could have went... So many different directions, but I wanted to get a little adversity in this, and I truly enjoyed Food Wars. I would watch Food Wars again. It was such a good fucking anime. However, in the first episode, you're gonna think it's weird because they have these things in the episode called, in uh, the series called Food and it's the way they are measuring out their food. It's a cooking competition, more or less. It's Hell's Kitchen, where there are judges and they are judging your food. However, how in an anime do you describe how good a food is food gasms the food will like caress the people in weird ways in the first episode or if it's a bad food it will like hurt i don't I don't know how to describe this violate them <laughs> in weird ways and the first episode there's a seafood concoction that is so bad it goes into like a terrible food gasm and it's you're going to think it's weird but if you power through that You will get one of the best animes you ever watched, just hands down. My number one anime. Listen, whenever I talk about animes, I could take the cheap route where like I'm like Pokemon, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, like the everybody's everybody's basic animes. However, and that's a spoiler for later because we're doing anime theme songs and shit. I don't go with the basic ones er because like. Pokemon will be number one in the anime theme songs, hands down, if I chose it, but that felt like cheating to me. So my number one anime here is Inuyasha, and the reason it's my number one is probably because it's the anime that got me into more serious anime. It has demons, it's set in feudal Japan, it has different kinds of, I don't want to say gods, but gods, you know? I don't know how else to describe them, like there's a demon king and stuff, and different big demons. I don't I don't know how to describe Japanese demons and their culture. However, this show is just an absolute banger. It has demon slaying. It, it has a love trope even, and it's just a great anime. It was my first major anime. I've watched through it multiple times. Would recommend it. However, In today's day and age of anime, if you are a newer anime watcher, it's probably going to be hard for you to watch because anime is a lot more uh, action-packed these days where it definitely has its filler episodes. I I mean, that's another reason why it's hard for me to get in One Piece and stuff. There's a thousand episodes in One Piece and there are so many episodes that you don't need to watch. It's fine. We're going to just move on now. Those are my top five animes. Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon, Your line, April, Summertime Rendering, Food Wars, and Inuyasha. Up next, I kind of wanted to save the songs for last, but it makes more sense to transition to this. So we're going to go into the top five anime songs. Then it'll go to video game songs, which will take us to our video game categories. So we're going to do anime songs first. And my top five anime songs start with "Guren no Umiya," which is the Attack on Titan theme song. It's an absolute banger. And there were a few Attack on Titan theme songs that I could have gone with. However, once again, I don't wanna fill up my top five with all of the same fucking songs from one series. I, I ended up going with that one. Do I think it's the best Attack on Titan song? No, but I do think it's the most iconic. And I do think it's the one that gets you hooked into Attack on Titan. If a song is to play, it's the one you will be like, this is it. The Rumbling is the other one. It's the one I think is actually the best song but I don't think it's as iconic however it did make like the number one hard rock list um, in America or something so that's pretty fucking cool. Next up is Hakaru Nora which is the theme song for Your Lie in April. I'm giving Your Lie in April a lot of love during this episode and I should honestly go watch it again and do a full episode on it because it's that fucking good. Now you're probably thinking Brandon, if it's so fucking good or Shrek as many people call me, if it's so fucking good, why is it not your number 1? Personal preference. Personal preference. I'm more into action and stuff. However, like it's so fuck it's I can't even for it to be so far out of the realm of my normal category that I prefer and to have this much of an impact on me, just trust me. Your Lion April deserves a watch, at least one. And I will probably watch it again, which I will get hurt again. And then I'll do an episode on it again. I, I watched it in three days, man. And it was a very hard three days. It hits heavy. And it's one of those shows that once it ends, you're like, holy fuck. Holy, like, I need to fucking process this. Your April. Hikaru Nora, the theme song, is the number four spot in my anime songs. My number three spot. Now, this one could be number two. I think my number two and three are interchangeable. My number one is my number one. It's my absolute favorite of any anime theme songs. Once again, I am not including Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Beyblade, any of those basic ones that we watched as kids growing up. Because Pokemon will be number one, let's be real. My number three theme song, or anime song in general, is A Cruel Angel's Thesis, which is the theme song for Neon Genesis Evangelion. Which just, oh my god, dude, I cannot over like this is probably the perfect anime theme song. Now listen, listen, you can go actually you do this. This is a real thing. I've seen it happen, like I've seen a YouTuber do it. Go look up the worst rated anime and listen to the theme song. It's an absolute banger. There's no such thing as a bad anime theme song. They are all bangers. They are all perfect for the show. Now the show might suck. But that anime theme song is gonna be fucking sick okay so this one a cruel angels thesis neon genesis hell yeah fuck yeah listen to it it's a great song it'll get you hyped up take it to the gym with you my number two song is tech and i'm yelling it because it has an exclamation point that's the cowboy bebop theme song it's absolutely iconic and it's another one that could easily be number one if it wasn't for personal preference on my end tank is such a good fucking theme song and it's mostly just music like there's not a lot of words in it sorry i forgot to silence my phone but as you can hear in 24 minutes i'm not that popular today which is weird because normally whenever i sit down to do something like this i become the most popular motherfucker on earth so tank cowboy bebop my number two my number one is my personal favorite and it's just personal preference it's unravel me it's the tokyo ghoul theme song. Tokyo Ghoul had so much fucking potential. I wish, I wish, I wish they took it more serious because the first season is so fucking good. absolutely recommend the first season. After the first season just quit watching. Just quit watching. Spare yourself. The second season is manageable. You can get through it but then you get into the third season and yeah just fuck that. Just don't watch past season two. I tried so hard to talk myself into season three being good But the reason I can tell you that it's not is because I haven't gone back to it. I have forced myself to sit through 15, 16 episodes of it. I think I have five left. And I just, I can't. I can't finish it. And whenever I look at season four, I see two episodes and it just ended. And I think that's because of COVID technically. But the fact that they never got back to it, why should I watch it? Go watch season one. End there if you want, like, the perfect short series watch season two if you want a continuation but don't don't watch past that do yourself a favor because it will ruin it for you however unravel me the season one opener best anime song in my humble opinion i like i said these songs are so good any of them could take the top song any day of the week i think worldwide you're gonna get the number three or number two song as your number one like if you were to go to professional rankings it would not surprise me I'm not a professional spoilers it would not surprise me to see a cruel angels thesis or tank as the number one because they are so good and so iconic and also neon Genesis Evangelion is another anime where like if you want your brain fucked go fucking watch it it's 23 episodes I want to say and the last like three episodes you might as well be tripping on shrooms and it's so heavy and depressing and it will it'll hit it's gonna hit your lying. actually if you want a real project Go watch your line April followed by Neon Genesis. Like, your mind will not be able to handle it. You will <laughs> maybe don't do this. You will enter a deep depression because those shows hit so fucking hard. <laughs> but they are so fucking good. They are seriously so fucking good. And I I tell you what, the difference between last week and this week, last week I was being real. This week, I'm doing that thing where I'm rizzing you. I'm I'm hitting you with a rizz. So those are my top five songs. I think I already hit them back in order. But just in case I didn't, Guranu, I, I think it's Japanese, I struggle reading it. Guranu uh, Yomiya, the Attack of Titan theme song. Hakaru Nuru, Nura, uh, I'm struggling with my handwriting now. The Your Line April theme song. A Cruel Angel's Thesis, Neon Genesis, Evangelion. Evang- Evang- wow, a word that I struggle saying It's my number three. Tag, Cowboy Bebop number two, Unravel Me, Tokyo Ghoul number one. Turns out this episode is gonna go longer than I thought because we have hit more interesting top fives. Like I said, the I wanted to start with the numbers, the foods, the beverages, because I found them more boring, and I wanted to save the good ones for later. Maybe I should have thrown one of these in the beginning to hook people, people are going to hear numbers food and beverages like this guy's fucking boring and then not going to make it to the rest and i think this has become a really good episode i'm actually having a lot of fun now let's transition over into the video game songs my favorite video game songs number five is going to be black flies that's from life is strange and once again i'm not going to be choosing multiple songs from the same franchise that just feels like cheating because kingdom hearts will take up all the uh oh, spoilers kingdom hearts number one would take up all five slots probably. At least four of them. Number four is Your Reality by uh, in, in Doki Doki Literature Club. And if you have never played this game, it is free. It's free on Steam. Go download it. Play it. Get your mind fucked. A lot of the things that I like to play are just absolutely overwhelming for the senses and emotions and whatever the fuck else goes on in your brain. So Your Reality is number four doki doki literature club seriously play it report back to me let me know what you think free game there's a doki doki literature club plus that's ten dollars that i'm going to fucking get one day and play it but like i just haven't to spend money on it yet because allegedly it doesn't have much more in it so i don't feel justified spending a full ten dollars on it i know that's so much money so i'm waiting for it to go on sale like five dollars i'll put down on it however it's something i want to play definitely in the future And it's going to be me revisiting uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, which I played through like five or six times. Such a good fucking game. Absolutely play it. And and I played it through five or six times because it does not take long to play through. Fucking, it's free. What's stopping you? Go do it. Now. Actually, wait until after this episode. Then go do it. Uh, actually, you can probably listen to me during it. There's no... I mean, you have to read. You have to focus. But there's no, like, dialogue or anything that plays out loud. It's a lot of background music. But there's a lot of reading, so it might be hard to focus on my voice and it. Go, go play it after this. Definitely. Up next, at number three, we have A Conversation With Death, which is the theme song for the Man of Medin... Medan... Medan? I, I'm not sure how you're supposed to pronounce it, but it's definitely recency bias. I played this game last week. Uh, um little little hopes no uh, house of ashes house of ashes i started up last week and little hope the, like those games are fantastic and the theme song for them is just fucking godlike it's so good it's definitely a recency bias thing that's at number three but it's going to be there up next i had so many songs to choose from in the persona series but i decided to go with wake up get up get out there from persona 5 excellent song The soundtracks for these games are absolutely incredible. You can listen to any of them, anytime, casually. They're that fucking good. And my number one song out of all the Kingdom Hearts songs I could go with, I had, I had, I had to go with Simple and Clean. The original theme song of the original game, iconic. Absolute banger. It is my ringtone. It has been my ringtone since the game came out. Seriously, this song is so fucking good. Kingdom Hearts songs always creep into my top five on the Spotify Wrapped because they are so fucking good. I have a sleeve I'm working on dedicated to Kingdom Hearts. Simple and clean. A good song. If you never heard it, go listen to it right now. Pause this, Go listen to it. It's three minutes maybe. Come back. Finish this. Such a good fucking song. So these are, once again, we're going to go from five to one, Black Flies from Life is Strange, Your Reality from Doki Doki Literature Club, A Conversation with Death from Man of Medine, The Woke Up Get Up Get Out there from Persona 5, and then Simple and Clean from Kingdom Hearts. Once again, we are not doing the thing where we pick multiple games, songs, whatever from the same franchise, because we want to spread the love a little. We have four more categories to go, and they are all video games. Two of them by request, Two of them, once I thought would be interesting to throw in. And we're going to go with the two by request first. We're going to go with the co-op games. Number five, I'm going to go with Portal. Portal was a really enjoyable co-op game. Now, the reason I'm going with this is because my best friend requested it, and I know what games he was going for. I couldn't lie to myself at the top whenever I picked the best co-op game, in my opinion. So I'm going to give some honorable mentions now, right after number five, to just kind of get them out of the way like games that are really good co-op games that deserve to be on top five i catered this towards my best friend because he requested it even though he doesn't listen to it his wife does who is my true best friend anyway this is catered more towards him so i'm gonna give the games real quick and he'll be disappointed because we're both sony guys uh playstation guys but halo and gears of war absolutely deserve to be on the top five but they're just gonna make honorable mentions because i catered this number four stardew valley relaxing, simple. I can fish all day. I can pick up Haley and it's a great game to just kind of relax with your friends. Even though you have to go through a little, you have to get a mod to play multiplayer. It's worth it. It's so much fun to play with a friend. Uh, Sea of Thieves is next. Now I, I don't think he would think this made this and I do want to go back to this game. Sea of Thieves is so much fun. If you are not caught up on content and you have content to catch up on and you have a crew, especially if you have a crew. I'm going to share a story real quick. Me and my friends were playing this. Me, Jarek, I think Jesse was the third one. And I was out with a couple people on the other island and they were ready to kill me and loot me, you know, a pirate's life. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, like don't don't kill me. I'm on my own. And I was like, let's just let's play some sea shanties together. You know, I pull out my bongos, I start playing, and they're like, okay. So they start uh, they start you know playing along too, and they, they we're all dancing and playing music, a lot of fun. And whenever you play music near other people playing music, you all play the same song. It's really like it's it sounds so corny, but it's a lot of fun. And as I'm doing this, Jarek and Jesse are off fucking. Looting their ship. They're taking all their treasure off the ship and selling it because we're on an island where you can sell stuff. <laughs> and so they're on their ship selling stuff as I'm just goofing around with them, trying not to die and keep them distracted. And once I got the word that they sold the last piece of loot, they got in position. And I was like, well, boys, this has been fun, but you should never trust a pirate. And they killed them. Like, we killed all three of them and we, <laughs> we sold all their loot. It's such a fun game. I want to play it again. We need to play it again. So number two is going to be A Way Out. This is a game. And I mean, It Takes Two is also a good game by the same developer, but I don't think it had the impact that A Way Out had. A Way Out had an impact in such a way that we felt it necessary to play It Takes Two on the couch together. A Way Out was so impactful. We played it online instead of on the couch. I wish we played it on the couch. Uh, I cried. I had to get tissues. I, it was such a fucking serious game, and if you have a friend that you uh, just want to bond with, and like, I don't know, this game's gonna, it's it's gonna bring you together. It's a great game, highly recommend. Uh, I wanted to put it at number one, but in my heart of hearts, I could not deny my number one, and my number one is Borderlands. Fucking great game, it's one of my favorite games, which might be a spoiler for later, but I don't care. Borderlands is a great game if you have friends to play it with absolutely do it do it or you can play alone you, It's a game that you can play alone or with friends It's not like a way out where you need somebody else with you or it takes two where you need somebody else with you Actually most of these games like I think portal you might need a friend But Stardew Valley Sea of Thieves, a way out you can or not a way out uh, Stardew Valley Sea of Thieves Borderlands you can all play by yourself or with friends but the co-op experience is what makes them. It's not so much the alone experience. Stardew Valley, you can definitely do alone, but I had to throw it on there. It's one of our favorite games. Up next, he requested my top five survival games, and this one was actually really hard. I have so many crossed out that I had to reorder and replace, and it's so hard to do because there are so many good survival games, and survival games are like what I live for. I fucking love survival games. So at number five, I decided to go with Raft, and it's just because of how it starts off, you off on like a one by one board of a quote unquote raft, and you have to really build it up, and you can create the sickest fucking raft ever. And I, it's really, it, it was such a fun game to play. I wish there was more to it. We ended up beating it. Uh, really good game. I would recommend that you play it with your friends. Uh, up next. Kind of probably one that was not expected to be here but seven days to die seven days to die really fun game would love to revisit it because i do believe it still gained updates whenever we were playing it we ran into a bug where we couldn't really continue but it was still a lot of fun until we got to that bug and I, like i said i think it's still getting updates i would love to go back and revisit it and see where it is today uh up next we have the forest the forest at number three and we need to play Sons of the Forest. We're just kind of waiting for it to go on sale. This game with the Monkey Boys was terrifying and fun and had a really whacked out ending. Never expected it to get a second game. If you want a spooky kind of survival game where there are cannibals trying to eat you, that I call Monkey Boys because they remind me of the Monkey Boys from Edda and Eddie, definitely a great game. You can build the coolest bases it's a lot of fun. And it's also very terrifying. Uh, some of the creatures get really fucking fucked up. Uh, wow, well, that was my vocabulary for the day. Uh, number two is going to be Valheim. And I had a lot of debate. Like, I have so many scratched off and placed on here. Uh, Valheim is why I ended up going with. Because we probably spent the most time surviving in that. And it's a game we need to go back to. Because they have entered, like, made more biomes. So, there's still more to do. And it's a game where I feel like if we go back, we'll know exactly where we are. And here's the reason I love Felheim so much. It's It's one of those survival games that do not explain, like, anything to you. So whenever we built our initial base, we built it very inland. And, like, in the middle of land, just landlocked. And the ocean was a decent bit away. Not so far away where it was, like, fuck, we need to make a new base. But, like, decently far away where it was inconvenient. And there's a lot of traveling and ships and stuff on this you're probably noticing the theme was Sea of Thieves I like riding in the ship, I like fishing anyway, I spent so much fucking time digging up a canal because we had a small lake by us and I literally for hours built a canal, I dug and picked and whatever else you could do and it was not perfect, a canal out to the like big open sea the ocean if you will <laughs> it took me so long but we, I built it, uh, initially it was too shallow, too narrow. I had to fucking dig it out further. Occasionally my friends got on and helped me, but like it was my personal project and I felt so proud once it was done because we were able to make a canal, which I, yeah, I'm looking it up, it's the man-made one. And the fact that you can landscape that intensely is just mind blowing. That in today's day and age in games, you can fucking landscape so intensely. We built a really cool base. Not as cool as the one that Ian built. Shout out to Ian if he ever listens to this. He built a really sick base. That dude is insane and should probably be an architect or whatever. Whoever builds cool shit. I'm not like a professional. Now before I get to my number one, I want to give a couple honorable mentions. Because I feel like you can't mention survival games without mentioning Minecraft. Minecraft is just one of those games where you have to mention it under survival games. I just, at the end of the day, could not put it in my top five because it's a game that we did beat, we played a lot of, but it it just does not hold a candle to these other games. And I mean, if I was 20 years younger, it would probably be number one, but I mean, and it's still really good, but I don't feel, it just does not hold a candle to these other games. Another honorable mention I wanted to shout out that I originally had as number two, but since it's in its alpha phase, I couldn't keep it in my top five. It's one of my scratched out ones is Power World. Brand spanking new. Fun as fuck. And maybe it would be higher on my list uh, if I was able to play it more, but like my schedule just does not let me play games as much as it used to. Power World is really enjoyable, and I do think once it's fully fledged out, it will be number one. But my number one is Grounded. Uh, Game that we did end up beating gave me a whole new fear of spiders Which I was already pretty terrified of and it's a lot of fucking fun. No, it's just a it's a great game A lot of fun another survival game. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, That's uh, that's where I'm gonna leave that So those are my top five survival games raft seven days to die the forest Felheim, and grounded for those of you keeping track of all my top fives Let's move on to we have two left my adult visual novels now i i have talked a lot i'm very open i do play these and i have so many that i listed and i i mean i have three fucking honorable mentions for this i'm these games are fun if they have good storylines you play them for the story and the adult part is bonus like seriously like all right listen I'm going to put it out there. If you read smut novels, if you read fucking Fifty Shades of Grey or anything like that, you cannot judge me for playing adult visual novels. They are the visual versions of those fucking books. All right? Very passionate. I think these games are fucking great and people should enjoy them. So my number five adult visual novel is Evermore. It has a lot of Greek god kind of mythology to it a lot well maybe not so much the gods but yeah actually the gods yeah because you <laughs> there's like a thing i i don't want to give too much away because one of the big reveals is would be a spoiler and it's there's a lot of mythology in it and i think mythology is interesting and you're going through a mythological war during it my number four is eternum eternum is a it's so meta my god it's a game within a game So, it's like taking VR to the next level where you actually go into a game and you feel like you feel pain. You feel everything that you feel in real life. If you have sex, you feel it. It's as pleasurable as real life sex. It's so interesting because I think someday we have the possibility of entering that era of gaming. Not in my lifetime. But definitely not in my lifetime. We thought by 2022 we were going to have flying cars and shit. We don't. Uh, Eternum, I, I do believe some day and age, way into the future, they will have this. And they enter like a neuro chip into your uh, spine. And whenever you enter the game, you feel stuff. You, I mean, you have to like eat and realize still. But like, you get stronger by playing this game because you actually are working out your muscles. Like, if you... Are not if you are if if you are a stereotypical nerd in the real world you will not do too well in this game unless you are like a spellcaster however if you are a jock dumbass in the real world you want to be like a brute kind of warrior in the game and it's just so interesting to me having these elements play out up next is Artemis Artemis is about creating artificial intelligence which uh, to a level that nobody's ever seen It's a game that is very heavy driven on the emotions. You have a lot of like meaningful shit going on. And honestly, it has some of the best girls. So it's my number three. My number two is Leap of Faith. And the reason this is now, it's not my number one. It's not my number one, but it is the one that I recommend to new people. Because it's very story-driven. It's very emotional. You will get hooked to it as long as you go into it with an open mindset. Yes, there is sex. There's tits. There's dicks. It's fine. We're all fucking adults, okay? We need to look past this shit. This story is so fucking personal to the person that made it that he wanted to make, like, the perfect game. I don't want to say... What happens, in, like, why he wants to make it the perfect game, it's just, it's personal, but it's also spoiler. If you ever play it, it's so fucking spoiler. This game is so fucking good, dude. I, listen, it's an adult visual novel. I fucking cried during. I have had other people play, and they fucking cried during. The story is that deep. And seriously, like, the only reason people look down at adult visual novels is because they are technically games. And then they'll turn around and fucking watch like a a Euphoria or they'll read 50 Shades of Grey or some kind of smut book or smut show. And it's so, like, just, it's so fucking, we are moving on with technology. Adult visual novels are fine. Some honorable mentions I want to shout out to. Acting Lessons also made me cry. Ripples, it is about going back in time. A really interesting concept. And Euphoria, which is just by the same person that made Leap of Faith. Uh, Euphoria only has two episodes out right now it's not deep enough for me to actually rank but I wanted to give it a shout out because so far it's really good my number one visual novel adult visual novel that a lot of people online will agree with is being a dick it's like the benchmark I think it's the term I'm looking for for adult visual novels it's a lot of fun has a lot of characters it's the setting that you expect an adult visual novel in which is college And uh, it's just, it's the college experience we all wish we had. Let's put it that way. Being a Dick is such a good game. It's so story driven. A lot happens. I think it's all only going to take place. It's not finished yet, but I think it's all only going to take place throughout one Uh, semester which is kind of disappointing because you're a freshman and there's so much potential to do more but maybe there'll be like sequels and stuff i don't know well uh we'll see we'll get there those are my top five adult visual novels evermore eternum artemis leap of faith and being a dick dick spelled d-i-k it's like diota iota kappa whatever fucking shit greek terms that fraternities use which brings us to our final category our last top five there will be no honorable mention are just straight up my top five video game franchises actually i lied there's one honorable mention and I'm going to get it out of the way, it's Hogwarts Legacy. A lot of people probably expect to let it be on the top five. The reason I didn't put it there is because I said video game franchises and it's only one game so far. Now there is potential, there's a lot of rumors that they come out with a lot more games in the same genre, even maybe sequels to Hogwarts Legacy. In which case it will definitely go in the top five, it will bump out my number five and it will just jump in there. My number five for this however is Last of Us. Last of Us 1, Last of Us 2, both games made me quite emotional. Both games probably top tier games that deserve to be higher than number five, but it's just the way my personal rankings have fell. My number four is Borderlands. Borderlands, I mentioned earlier, my best co-op game. It's a really great game. It's hilarious. It's fun. You can play with friends. You can play alone. Uh, it's, I can't say enough good things about Borderlands. There's going to be a movie later. I hope it does the game justice. It's It was one of my top anticipated movies of 2024. If you go listen to the overrated podcast. My number three is The Darkness. And a lot of people are going to be like, what the fuck is that? Well, instead of sitting here trying to explain it, I'm going to put an excerpt. But I'm also going to have to explain it a little bit after the excerpt. Just trust me, the excerpt is going to go right here. It's just going to get you an idea of what the character is like once the darkness gets a hold of you start to lose control you start to wonder what the fuck you're doing time slips away from you and then all of a sudden it's like you're sitting in a theater watching a movie of your own life and you're up there on the big screen big as life you're a fucking movie star and you're killing all the bad guys tearing them limb from limb and you feel good you look good fuck you are good and then you realize something everyone else in the theater they're screaming because they're watching a horror movie and you're not the hero you're the monster so in the darkness it's kind of a gangster situation where this one guy has like demonic powers however and he has to save his uh girlfriend fiance. I'm not 100% sure because it's been since PS3 since I played it. I would love to play it again. If they remade it, I'd be fucking all over that because it was such a good game. I've had a couple friends play it, and they can back me up. The Darkness definitely deserves a spot on this list. It was not the most sold game. It was not the most popular game. But my god, it was a really fucking good game, and everyone should play it. And, I mean, it's so good that I went and got an excerpt. Normally, I make you guys do your own research, I did this for you. I got you a taste of Jackie. My number two is Persona. The Persona series is so fucking good. I played five. I played four. They just remade three so I can play it now on a PC or I think even my PlayStation. So I'll probably do it on my PlayStation on my big screen. And yeah, so Persona, really good game as I continue going through it. Uh, they're all excellent I'm excited for whenever they eventually get to Persona 6 I'll definitely play it and like I said they all have wonderful soundtracks and my number one no surprise the one that we're going to end it on is Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Hearts, and you know what I haven't even played them all I still need to go through and play them in order because those DS games were just and I think even like the Playstation Portable games were just uh, not games that I got into because I I oh, don't know. They weren't of the same quality, it felt like. But I do have the, like, remix that has every game on it. I just need to find time to sit down and grind my way through it, which I'll eventually do. I promise. Kingdom Hearts is such a good game. Like I said, I'm getting my entire arm, sleeve, tattooed of Kingdom Hearts. It's a good game. It has changed my life. Uh, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that sounds so corny, but it's so fucking good. Definitely recommend it if you have never played it, even though the lore of this game is like the most complicated lore in any video game ever in history, which, <laughs> I mean, I've, I don't think I'm kidding. I think it is the most complex lore of any game ever. So that's it. That's all my top fives. Holy fuck. That ended up being almost an hour long, which I never expected because we were breezing through it in the beginning. I almost feel like I need to put a post-editing note saying in the beginning like yeah the first few were fucking boring because that's the way it was set up i already like even just take them out i'm not going to take them out but like stick with it and it's worth it towards the end because like i start risen i don't know if i ever use that term correctly but i start buzzing I, i really get into it uh i'm really passionate about a lot of the things i talked about today it was a lot of fun So once again, I want to thank you all for listening through all this. I'm not going to take too much time wrapping up. I want to thank you again for listening last week because that one was really fucking difficult for me. If you have any uh, heavier topics that you want me to talk about, let me know. If you have any lighter topics, any topics in general, let me know. Uh, If you could, please take the time to rate this episode, rate my series, rate the podcast. If you could hit the share button if you think others will enjoy this, or if you have a specific friend that uh, you think will enjoy my podcast, just send it to them. Because personal recommendations, word of mouth is the best way to get through it, and it's absolutely free to you and helps me out a lot. My social medias are at the real beastreck. That is at the real B-S-C-H-R-E-C. I'm not an ogre. That's my personal one. Shrek Attack also has a Facebook, an Instagram, and a TikTok, all at Shrek Attack. that is at S-C-H-R-E-C, attack, I did get the dot out of the TikTok, and I'm learning how to use it, I think I had a fun TikTok for last week's episode, and I'll have a TikTok for this week's episode as well, I'm, I'm learning, I'm having fun, I'm enjoying the podcast, I'm not gonna take up any more of your time, thank you once again for listening, hit that fucking music. Yeah.